Aren't we a pair, Raggedy uh, Man? <laughs> Place that quote and I'll give you a virtual high five. It's just, I agree. It's over. Hard it's over. Are you ready? Wait. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep that. Hey. Why? Hi. Welcome to the whip around. Home of the loudest <laughs> smile in the business. <laughs> that noise you heard? <laughs> that was Sean He's macabre weird news whip around citizens hosts fun we love you bye uh, that noise was Phil smiling smi- that was his lips <laughs> raking over his teeth whether the backs of Phil's lips are drier or the fronts of his teeth I don't know but the sound was something you can between hear how happy I am something between spoon and macaroni and cheese. And taking, stu- like, cellophane off something wet <laughs> with your thumb and forefinger, just pulling the wet cellophane off the ground. Loudest smile. There it was again. I heard a little bit again. <laughs> Loudest smile and podcasting over here on the other side of the table. Dr. Phil Laporta. I do the science, and uh, I'm just here for emotional support and to confuse the hell out of my buddy with all the weird things I do from Phineas to my loud smile. Like, it should be synesthesia, because I just heard... <laughs> Your smile. I heard your smile. (laughs) Check it out, everybody. This is a very special episode. It is a very special episode. And it's the first of two very special episodes. And just in time for the holidays, even. Phil is such a good color guy. I get excited when (laughs) Phil's like like, ready to like, like, ba-da-bop, right on the end. Um, (laughs) We are the white, non-sportsy Harlem Globetrotters. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um what are we I'm, doing? I want to apologize. <laughs> so here's what's happening. We we cleared the 200th episode hurdle. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, actually, legitimately. Hold your applause. Thank you. To, we actually you did know, get a really great seriously, response. Seriously, yeah. I, I, People were really kind. Thank you very, very much. True. I, we do appreciate that. We've always appreciated you. Thank you for the support. We're seriously. excited too. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, this episode and also the next episode. Mm-hmm. We are recording this on Monday the, the 29th. That one of November I don't know how to prove that, but it's true. Corey Seager just got traded to the, there, the Rangers. Sure, just sure. Like I was going to say something about the Big Dub thing, and no, I will no, not. No, please not. The point is this. We're going to be doing uh, basically a carefully curated – thank you for helping me with that word, oh, Phil. you're welcome. Uh, a carefully curated selection – this time it's my choice. Next time it's Phil's choice – of segments. So you're going to hear – uh, of the the, the, the past, best of the best, the past um, hundred. Yes. Uh, so from episode one hundred to now, you know, I was allowed, and Phil will be next to choose. You know, what segment would I hold up and say like I've chosen this one, this last one hundred is a really great example of blah blah blah. Um, and in so. fact, citizens, this is definitely a great one. If if you have friends who are like, oh, what's that podcast you listen to? These next two are going to be great ones to send as examples That's of true. just how good it can get. Don't if tell you're them we're nominating that bad. us for anything. <laughs> These next two episodes are going to be just highlight reels. If of- you're going to put clips of us anywhere, if you're going to try to spread the word about us. You know, by sharing the posts on social media and, and things like that. This is the time. So I would like now to uh, turn it, I guess, back to Phil. What's up with you, buddy? Oh, um, it's, it's sort of like my choices, but I don't yeah, want to like. I'm fine, actually. I'm so much better. A lot of stress is gone. I feel good. Talking. I feel good. It's about me. I'm kidding. I'm and glad you look relieved. I you look like there's a weight off your shoulders, and I don't just mean that you're in a lighter sweater. It's a physically vest less. It's much less fluffy this sweater, unfortunately. No, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. Really, good. I feel better. Good. I'm I'm not fine, but <laughs> way better than it was. How okay. are you doing? What's up with you? I am. I was talked into not okay. That's a sequence of unfair shards. Let me give you a whole <laughs> truth. Right in one of your truth holes. I wasn't going to audition for this show that's coming at the PA Playhouse. Uh-huh. But I was, I'm going to call it talked into auditioning. Okay. By 
a friend at the Playhouse. Mm-hmm. And the way that – it was like several friends. But the way they did this, this was very clever, is they um, they asked me if I was going to audition. And when I said that I wasn't, they were like, why not? What's clever about that? It's goddamn Machiavellian. <laughs> Because now I'm like, I don't know. And so now I'm auditioning. So anytime somebody wants to get you to do something that you don't want to do, we just need to ask, no, why not? No, it, I have to already deeply kind of want to do it anyway. Okay. Even if I have some misgivings and some nervousness. Gotcha. So okay, you have to know okay. my heart of hearts. Oh. Well. Otherwise, I'm all right, man. It's, you know, we had the first snow of the season and whatever, whatever. I'm excited about the snow. Nice. I've spent all day listening to us. So I've been hanging out with you all day. I wish my day was that good. So it's time to leave. You need to go. <laughs> You've had enough of me. Yeah, no, I. You know what? I you just sh- I joke. You know what you should do? What Get off I the do? tracks! Choo choo! The weird is coming through. It's time for Trainwreck headlines. Current day. Actual? Like, yes, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Just because this is some highlights doesn't mean the weird news doesn't keep on a rolling through, folks. And uh, I've got six rolling through on the tracks, except one of them is fake, so it's really five on the tracks. Spot the one fake, win the day. I'm already annoyed. <laughs> For those of you just joining us, Sean recently uh, cracked the mystery of Phil's, well, the second of Phil's. Riddles. Know, we may have more contests in the future to Diabolical, pl- hidden in plain sight puzzles. Yep. So now here we go with his bullshit. I'm not, there's no starting of a pattern say, at this point. Gonna, so there's just, or is there? There is. Not that I know of. Right. Don't get caught napping. Pillow fighting enters combat sports arena. Woman who married herself gets divorced 90 days later after meeting someone else. Man cited for driving motorized cooler without a license. Last public phone booth in L.A. finally uninstalled after endangered bird nesting there dies. Oh, Woman passenger alleged, allegedly breastfed a cat on board a Delta flight from Atlanta. And German euthanasia clinics refusing unvaccinated customers. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm so excited I get to hear him again, but make it fast. Make it fast. Make it urgent. <laughs> Don't get caught napping. Pillow fighting enters combat sports arena. A woman who married herself gets divorced 90 days later after meeting someone else. Man cited for driving motorized cooler without a license. Last public phone booth in LA. Finally uninstalled after endangered bird nesting there dies. Woman passenger <laughs> allegedly breastfed cat on board a Delta flight from Atlanta. German euthanasia clinics refusing unvaccinated customers. Have you heard any of these this week? Yeah. Okay. I'm, u- I'm not using any or anything. Uh, how how could I? I'd need a DeLorean. Right. I overuse that joke. and I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> you don't give a flying DeLorean. That's right. That's for me. In the future. <laughs> roads? Where we're going? <laughs> we're assholes. Actually, <laughs> we- I think that's Marty's next question, isn't it? Did we turn into assholes or something? We all did. No, Marty. it's your kids. We all yeah, did. Unfortunately, that's true. I, anyway. All right, well, I, I, uh, I heard the cat lady on the plane. Okay. I feel like another one is kind of suspicious. But what's the first one again? Don't get caught napping. Pillow fighting enters combat sports arena. Now, I'm suspicious of that only because it's like, ooh, there's a headline that functions a little differently. That's got that preamble thing. Sure. Which (laughs) has happened before. Sure. It's just different. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And then what's the third one? Man cited for driving motorized cooler without a license. (sighs) We have a South, so, I mean, that's imminently possible. (laughs) And last one, Phil. What is the second last one? That's the cat. Oh, sorry. The one before that. Last public phone booth in yeah, L.A. dies, right? Finally uninstalled after endangered bird nesting there dies. That seems odd. That one seems odd. It, and very, like, you have to assume a lot about California. <laughs> or we're right to assume certain things about California. Phil, that one's fake. The California one. The phone booth. You got it! Yay! When you're not doing a simple trick that a kindergartner can figure out, you're not so tough, are you? <laughs> yes. Right. Well, hey, look, (laughs) this is a great time. So, yeah, we want to give you something a little fresh. So now you know what's up with us. And uh, you got some fresh headlines for the week. Take those with you. And also take the following with you. Sean, we're going to kick it off with your... uh, Shut up! I'm trying to tee you up! segue on my choice, I can! Well, all right. So I'm going to tell you... I'm going to remind you what it is. Yes, please. Uh, And then we can see your take on it. Now... The one that I've chosen to go with here is is episode. This is science. Ah, thank you. That was what I was going to tee you up for. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> you want to do that again? No. Uh, I'm going with. Uh, it was episode 148, which okay. doesn't mean a ton to me. Uh, it, but it was the. It was when you talked about 
Twinkies, Phil. I do remember. And uh, so I'll use this as an opportunity to tell everybody what my criteria was when I picked out the selections sure, you're going to hear. It was when Phil and I are, are working, in my opinion, as a solid comedy team. Like, it feels to me like we are, we're, we're, we're hitting the rhythms and we're just, we're, it made me laugh. That was the criteria. That's it a good criteria laugh, for almost anything. And it made me kind of like, I'm not going to say it made me jealous of who I was listening to. That's a little weird. That's a little too meta. That is. But I think if it wasn't us, I would have been jealous of this segment. Oh, okay. I get it then. If it wasn't my life, I'd be jealous. We have returned. And, uh, you know, we've come back actually in such a, a position that I wanted to ask Phil just a whole bunch of questions because you mentioned during yeah. the train wreck headlines thing that there was like a convention. And I was just wondering if you could walk us through some of the basics of what it's like going to conventions, uh, you know, during the age of the big dumb thing. Like, oh, it's know, all online. The particular protocols. It's all online, pretty much. Very I actually just stuff. signed up for one oh, it's a, on learning assistance and in the classroom. <laughs> It still matters, damn it. got me. It's boring. It's going to be so much better when I can get together with my drinking Oh, buddies. shit. I thought you were saying that this week's science is boring. I'm like, no, well, I'm talking the about game. the conferences still. I didn't even mean I the question. Get it was just want, to get you to yell. I want to get together with my drinking friends that have a conference problem. Anyway, Twinkies. <laughs> Phil, I told you, we're not changing the name of the show. <laughs> the spongy yellow snack cakes baked into the American subconscious and stuffed into our most childhood memories like so much cream filling. You're too proud. <laughs> You're, that's a little too much pride. <laughs> the object you look at me like, would you like to clap now? <laughs> the object of desire for Woody Harrelson in Zombieland and the object of some, hold, uh, some hoarding back in 2012. What the fuck, man? Do you remember? Tell me about the Twinkie. How dare you skip a <laughs> Ghostbusters reference? I was. I figure I'm setting it up for you at some point. I was waiting uh, okay. for you to hit it. All right. You think I, I did, Anyway, you remember back in 2012, it was word that Hostess was going yeah. out of business, right? And people hoarded Twinkies. I didn't hoard any, but I admit to being like, oh, no. You went and grabbed the box? <laughs> no, but I was stressed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> Where's the pot when you need it? Then the Twinkies would have helped. Well. Anyway, no, no. <laughs> hey, one, by the way, side yes. note, you've never had marijuana in your life, correct? No. What a nerd. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> go on. Uh, <laughs> why am I telling you to go on? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they took this Twinkie, shoved it right up her nose. Turns out it had already been eaten and shat out. <laughs> this Twinkie's shit. Wait till you see the one I'm about to talk about because see it oh, well, oh, oh yeah one mr colin purrington in 2012 got terrified that twinkies were gonna be no more headed out bought a whole bunch of boxes and squirreled them away for later now he ate some but there were some left in his house and well it's later desperate times during the big dumb thing quote when there's no desserts in the house you get desperate and mr purrington went down to his basement grabbed the box of the supposedly immortal snack cake to yeah, enjoy that is the uh, the word right yeah except they are only immortal in pop culture uh turns out they don't last forever it looked good but quote it tasted like an old sock not that i've ever eaten an old sock Despite looking normal, the Twinkie tasted awful, and maybe you should pay attention when it says there's a shelf life of 45 days. Oh. Yeah. So he looked at the package, and other Twinkies had gone south. Some grew spots, you know, despite being in the plastic wrap, like a little bit of mold had gotten in and, and formed a colony, apparently, during production. I mean, they are very, they're like moist. So right. I, anything Good. in there is going to have a fucking feel. You'd day. think. You'd think. But one of them, well, it was so strange, he had to post a picture on Twitter. Give me a second. I, I forgot to pull up the picture before. Through the magic of editing. Uh, I, I'm really not looking forward to this moment. It's. Uh, and the one he posted on Twitter actually got the attention. That's where science kicks in because this Twinkie, it didn't just grow a mold spot. It apparently. Sean, would you describe the one on the left, please? Oh, no. <laughs> It looks like someone ate a bunch of bird seed and shit it into a baggie. No, but do you notice something about the bag, though? It like shrank. Yeah. Like it's like it looks it really does look like a shrink wrapped birdseed shit. Yes, it does. And that right there is what got the attention of Brian Lovett uh, and Matt uh, Kaysen. Get it away at, from me. That study fun guy at West Virginia University. Yeah. They saw the picture of the Twinkie and they had to have it for study. Oh, so, come on. Now, Purrington mailed them the box of Twinkies because what the hell else is he going to do with them? Yeah. And the two scientists have studied this Twinkie and are fucking baffled. Tell me about the Twinkie. 
<laughs> what about the Twinkie? Well, let me lay out what they did. They, I don't feel good. <laughs> this whole my whole science is gross, right? I'm happy about that. So they opened, I didn't feel good when we started. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm so gonna barf into our trash can. They opened the they opened the package when they got there to quote Levitt. Uh, I thought the smell would possibly kill one of us, but because of the mummification, there was really no smell at all, which was really a pleasant surprise. Uh-huh. Scientific understatement. Right. They checked it with the microscope. The microscope. Microscope found some fungal sporulation, and then they used a bone marrow biopsy tool to drill through the tough outer layer of the Twinkie. They were stunned to find some cream filling left inside. The, which, the exoskeleton mm-hmm. of the Twinkie. The hard part of the Twinkie. There was still some filling inside, but it shows that the fungus that grew there was interested in the outside but not the inside. However, they tried to peel off parts of the Twinkie, put it in medium, and try to regrow the fungus to identify what did it. Mm. They can't do it. Why? They don't know. What? That's right. So they've taken chunks of this, put it in medium, see if they can get it to what, grow. Wait, wait, what is me? Just, that like just they means put like it like a... in a culture, like in a Petri dish with, with nutrients. Okay. And you hope that whatever is in there starts to colonize and sure, grow. Sure, right? But no medium they provide it with. Sugar water, agar gel, anything. Can't get the shit to grow. Not yet. even the agar gel? No, not even the agar. Do you know what that is, by the way? I know agar gel. What's it made out of? It's made out of agars. <laughs> agar... And some ferniculus. You, you, and you mix them up and you get... Seaweed. Good work. Yeah. So, uh, at this... Oh, agar. <laughs> I was wondering how you were going to play that. <laughs> uh, at this moment, exactly what could do this to the Twinkie is unknown because clearly it used up the oxygen in the package right. because, as you noted, it was like vacuum sealed. So, yeah. it was an aerobic reaction. Oh, um, that... Ex- okay. okay. So, right. now we get why it was... Yeah. Sucked in, right? Uh, but the crack squad at v, uh, WVU is still working on this. Quote Purrington on all of this, and the guy who bought the Twinkies, I love this quote. Uh, he said, science is a collaborative sport. If someone can take this and figure out exactly what was growing, I'm all in. I really want to know what species was exactly eating my Twinkies. Not a metaphor, but uh, – and a bonus quote from Lovett that may prove him to be like the long last – the long lost love child of the two of us quote, we're living in a time where we're already really grappling with our mortality. Eventually all of us are food for fungi seeing that this is seeing, uh, that is sort of facing the reality of our mortality and our destination, all of life and philosophy in a shrink wrap Twinkie package. You know, it, it did. It makes me, it does make me consider <laughs> for my funerary arrangements, being just sealed up in a slightly loose do you know what i mean like you want to be the twinkie rap action yeah so then then somebody at some point is like let's see how sean is doing like oh god he's been vacuum sealed i wonder what got in there and did that to him yeah but yeah so twinkies not real immortal mystery fungus growing on this thing they think where are you at with the whole experience well, well the, the, the most interesting part to me is that it's sort of it becomes an inverted urban legend because or it inverts the the urban legend so twinkies not immortal clearly not but the fungus that will prey on twinkies <laughs> refuses to be brought back do you know what i'm saying so it's like it's yeah. an odd play on does it last forever no and the thing that feeds on it is like we don't know what it is anti-sciencey i'm not playing i'm not you know it's no, not cheery no backsies <laughs> it's in a chair right <laughs> cheery plays on Twinkies. Not, also it's just foul and so when you inevitably post these on social media yeah, this is a um, gross looking see if you can get a box maybe and post like here's here is a, you know healthy twinkie there's no such thing but here is a a twinkie <laughs> the way it's you know supposed to be yeah like that in the, in the full picture I yeah but you can get yeah. oh you would like me to buy twinkies is what you're saying I think I'm just having a craving now. I was going to say, I think we want... You know what? Uh, Never mind. All I want is a big bucket of agar, and I'll just (laughs) Just just roll that way. Tuck into that. Yeah. So, yeah. And and again, in one of those beautiful moments where uh, I, you know, the internet for all its problems, I love the fact that it's like, we posted this on the internet and a bunch of scientists are like, holy shit, can we get that? Sure. I'll mail it to you. Gross. He collects spores, molds, and fungus. Yeah. Well, hey, finally. Save that for the end. Gosh. I, I was sidebar. I was kind of hoping that you were going to hit that when I mentioned it was a fungus, but I figured if not, I got it for the end. Well, no, I already got. I already got pulled over into the prison scene. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Take that out of context, please. Sure. <laughs>
Hey, everybody. Are you interested in Philadelphia sports? Of course you are. Are you a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, you are. Are you frustrated by the Phillies? I know you are. Do you want to hear us go on about the Flyers? How about some Sixers news? Well, you need to check out Potadelphia. Subscribe to Potadelphia and we'll be in your inbox every Monday morning, giving a recap of the previous week's activities in Philadelphia sports. We're going to get you primed for the upcoming week. And we're going to make your drive into work a little more tolerable. So follow Potadelphia, subscribe to Potadelphia, review Potadelphia, and just overall embrace and love Potadelphia because it's really cool. Thanks. All right. I love it. I, well, love, a, I love a good Twinkie. You know, I haven't eaten Twinkies since that episode actually uh for me i actually i can't help but keep that mental image in my head of the sh- of shrinked like the, up the sh- shat seed it's looking so gross i think when we were recording that i was trying to think of like the civet shit coffee like i think oh, i was trying yeah. to come up with that couldn't quite it happens couldn't quite get it it happens but in my head somewhere in some dimension there was a sean that managed to make some clever bird seed condom joke it, thing it's, you know it's uh it's not this reality it's not a great dimension though the rent's higher true yeah but it's a good one that we're in right now phil yeah. because what i've chosen for the mccabinet you know doesn't exist and that's listen this was a wonderful i think this is the best of that year's mccabinet uh, features. Which, do you remember what I called this? Oh it was my the goodness. myth cabinet. Myth cat. That's right, because it was all the cryptids and. Right. Uh, so, I, I think this was easily one of the easily the strongest, if not the if not the top two. And it's it's funny because my both my choices are from the one forties. We were we were in my opinion. I guess that was one of was, our many. We were past our prime. Then many, that's a shame. No, no. <laughs> we peak and then we peak again. Man, we are a, we are a steak knife of quality podcasting. <laughs> just serrated enjoyment. Anyway, <laughs> this is me trying to talk to Phil about the uh, the uh, Philippines monstrous creature known as the Oswong, uh, which I think one-ups vampires and werewolves the oh, world over. super creepy. Love it. It was also an, a segment when I – not only are we a good comedy team, it's, it's some of my favorite horror uh, that I've ever done on the show because I just really like how I got – the the this thing represents it's sort of reminiscent of oh, a, yeah. a liquor you mentioned from Resident yes. Evil and so I managed to get a really good clicking sound effect yeah this was subtle and I didn't catch it the first time through we re-listened anything, and there yeah. is a uh, he mentions the Oswan clicking and then if you're listening carefully to the episode it's like oh it's clicking it's right behind it's, me it's in there, brilliantly yeah. done oh you you start yes all right yeah um. You know, you're lucky you didn't die. You might have uh, you might have found yourself in Sean's cabinet of the macabre. That's weird. Phil, wait, it's not it's not the myth cabinet. It's the no. myth cabinet. It's the I'll get there, motherfucker. I'm just clearing it up so everybody knows what segment we're I in. I feel like you're making it cloudier, but hey, look, <laughs> question for you so that you'll shut up. What would you say is the scariest concept, you know, bar none, across human civilization? What's the scariest concept, right? Like, is it – do you think it's death? Do you think it's something else, something bigger and more primal even than like the fear of being dead? Uh, I think it's it, – Something that even supersedes that perchance? Sort of. And, and it, it kind of – it can go into different things, not necessarily death, but Ooh, I'm hoping the you're, you're about inevitable – uh, okay. Oh, okay. Is the, just the idea that you can't prevent is mm. terrifying for a lot of people, whether the end result is death or something else. Mm. The idea that we're not in control of our own destiny. And okay. you get a lot of myths and rituals, that, even the idea of time travel that people want to have okay. to Nito, go back and prevent. Nito, shut up. Save it for science. To me, I ask you the question because I want to get my answer. Of course. To me, and I'm sure I'm not alone in the room I am, uh, in thinking this, the unknown is oh. the ultimate fear, I I might argue. Not that yours, the, the inevitability there, thing, reasons. I think that's dread, which is very, we've talked about this. Yes. Uh, but, I, you know, the, the sort of headwaters from which all other fears tend to run, I think, it stems to the unknown. You've made that argument. It's a very strong one. Um, fear of death. Well, we don't know what happens when we die. Spoiler, uh, nothing. <laughs> it's annihilation and uh 
all evidence points to total unaware non-existence. So cheer up. Um, you know, our tendency every once in a while to like rush up the stairs a little bit if the lights are all off downstairs. That little like, oh, that little little thing. It's you don't know what's back, what could be back there. What's in the dark? All that stuff, right? It's the what could be factor is at work. Primal fear mm. is the is the rustling of the bushes, the bump in the night, the unknown, right? What's and, behind the curtain? Yeah. It, and you know what? It's me. And uh, don't do it, Phil. <laughs> With that in mind, it is time for part two of our myth cabinet. Well, Phil already spoiled it. Uh, and uh, the global terror creature review that we're doing here. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I would pay to see that show. Yeah, right? <laughs> the, the, the spooky follies. But um, we're going to shift our focus this week in order to embrace the unknown a bit, that, that fear of the unknown, to the Philippines where a far more sophisticated boogeyman than the Western concept of the boogeyman has existed for time almost immemorial. Where we talk today, and as usual, I'm going to ask if you've heard of this, uh, about the Aswang. No, I do the not Aswang know. The Aswang of the Philippines. A-S-W-A-N-G? Mm-hmm. Um, no. Or Aswang, if you're going to cross-sandwich it. That's Aswang. Old, Oswang. Old reference. Uh, yeah, no, I do not. Uh, I, I've never even heard of this one. All right. Well, I mean, Boogeyman, yes. This one, no. Sure, sure. And I'm interested to see if, if you, uh, when I'm all set, when it's all said and done, if you feel the same way about that connection mm. that I'm making. Uh, yeah. I'll keep it in mind. Now, some historians mark the first appearance of Oswang stories. Remember, verbal history is huge in all of, of these. Occur- <laughs> of course. Of <laughs> course. Occurring sometime around the 13th century when it's, I guess it's, is it pronounced Malay? They're from Malay, but Ma- Malay. Ma- Malay? it's the Malay people? So like the fighting people, <laughs> the fisticuffs. Uh, when Malaysian migrants, I'm sorry, I just, I want to make sure that I'm being clear, brought new cultural tales with them as they migrated into the Philippines. In either case, the creepy figure's name comes from Asa Wong. Which I'm sure I'm butchering, but Asa Wong, pronounced correctly, is the Philippine word for dog. Okay. Bear that in mind. Not threatening yet, but. Bear it in mind. And the connection between the origin, Asa Wong, and Aswang, so the way that came together, is going to lead us through some of the tastiest bits that'll seem familiar uh, in American horror cinema classics and literature, I suppose, like Dracula, Predator, hey. and, and The Thing. And a lot of times when you look up Oswang, it'll be like it's a combination vampire werewolf, but it completely misses, completely misses the real, the real horror of this legend. I just want to throw that out there. I'm excited. Uh, okay. So here's the skinny. The, the Oswang is a shape-shifting, human flesh and human blood craving terror, especially eager for un- the unborn oh. or even recently born infants. Okay. Uh, and in case of the unborn, some of the legends have it that it actually slurps them right out from the womb of, of expecting women. That's serious. Yeah. Damn. Uh, which it's tied into a lot of times the Oswang and its taste for uh, unborn and infants to issues of sudden fetal death that they wouldn't have understood. Stillborn. Makes sense. You know, baby's not making it. Sure. So, Attribute it know. to something. Right. Um, which is, I, th- okay, sidebar. Yeah. I feel like horror stories are the real first and best religion because it is attempting to explain the unknown with something terrifying yeah and like it's filling in a gap in the scariest way but it's more primal anyway anyway i like it no that's good though just say um there's a paper in that isn't it right anyway i'll be right back (laughs) um uh, particularly delectable to the oswang besides the unborn and the recently born uh organs in particular it was was, it has a taste for their organs we're we're dealing with something that's visceral and tearing and chomping you know uh, surely not because that sort of thing scares the shit out of naughty children. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, nobody knows, apparently, the true form that an Oswang has. No one knows for sure all of what it actually looks like when it isn't shapeshifted. Okay. But we'll come back to that a little bit, too. So people only see it in the shifted form. They never know what the true, real, final 
Yeah, okay. although there are a couple little nuggets okay. that, I, that, you, that are in the legend that I can share with you. Cool. Um, but again, yes. of course, the, the, the idea yeah, yeah. being anyone who has seen one in its unshifted form isn't going to live to yeah. tell the story, which, of course, begs the Goonies-style question, well, then how do How's people, it? you know, but shut the fuck up. But uh, anyway, the Oswong has several preferred disguises, each one fitting specific situations. During the day, which this to me is the sort of more chilling part when, when you think back on the tale. During the day, an Oswong will take the form of a human being. It can shift to look like a human, staking out its prey, avoiding drawing undue attention. Its power is a lot less during the day, so it's trying to blend in. Okay. And uh, the, the you know the ruse is effective by all rights in the legends, but imperfect. And it all comes down to the eyes, Phil. I was going to ask what the tell was. The eyes, the eyes. For whatever reason, the Oswong historically has struggled to imitate healthy human eyes in two respects. First, their eyes during the day are are noticeably bloodshot, like deep dark red irritation looking eyes could be because it doesn't like being in the light who, who i'm not could sure because it's getting baked could be <laughs> could be stoner monster gets the munchies <laughs> can't wait long you know ring the bell dick anyway and uh they're often said to choose to pass as long-haired disheveled women in order to let their hair and I always picture uh, Samara, Samara, whatever from the ring the way oh, it was hanged yeah, down, you know sure sure um but th- to hide their red shot eyes and such a disguise helps prevent another telltale sign that one has seen a disguised oswong any person who looks into the eyes you really close up into the eyes of an oswong your reflection will be upside down oh interesting the, isn't that a, oh, i love that from an optics guy i love that so if so you wrong. are close oh, enough to be it. talking to someone and you notice that your face is upside down in their eyes you You've are. Met an Oswong. You have been face to face with an Oswong. Freaky, freaky fun, right? I like it. Yeah, I li- I do too. Uh, in any event, once night falls, the creature shifts again. This time to the form of a, a, a dog, hence the association with also Wong the dog, or a cat, or even in some stories, this gigantic hawk, bird, whatever you know, this giant bird. So a a stalking predatory animal. I was going to say multiple predatory forms. Right. And you'll notice ones that aren't obtrusive, that aren't noisy necessarily when they're stalking, when they're moving around. So it's not like, it's a, like a bear clomping... or an elephant. Okay. Or, or right. Like a, a feral hog. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> Fight the real enemy, guys. Anyway, anyway. Um, so that's, and they're stalking for real now. They're moving into a predatory position now. Okay. That's their sort of, so, you know, and, but same thing. If you look into the eyes of a dog, a cat, or a gigantic bird, and your <laughs> reflection is inverted, Problem. you know, Fido is, uh, Oswongo. But anyway, a, uh, it, you know, it, it's said by the way, though, that if you, enc- or often, that if you encounter an Oswong in an animal form, it's going to try to get away. Like it's not coming really? to get you it'll okay. flee you know in that in that format but once a victim has been chosen and a time of attack selected at last things get really freaky within the legend per my source quote oswongs usually land on a victim's roof waiting to stretch and this is one of the only physical descriptions of their true form now mm-hmm. waiting uh, to stretch their long, dripping tongues to get a taste of human prey. Oh, gross. In most cases, they pay a visit to every pregnant woman in town, hoping to feed on unborn children. Pregnant women emit a distinct smell that attracts Oswongs, which has historically, as I mentioned before, been used to explain miscarriages or stillbirths in rural parts of the Philippines. Sure. Now, this last murderous form, while again, no one agrees on what the full appearance is, has one other telltale sign associated with it besides the aforementioned gore-dripping tongue, which apparently is this very long, frightening... Think of liquors from uh, Resident Evil 2. Right? Yeah. Uh, and and, and, uh, and going we, forward, uh, of course. Where, where they showed up, right? Right. But go on. Uh, <laughs> debuting in Resident <laughs> Evil 2. And it's this particular feature that gives this most deadly form its own name. Okay, so the form itself, this last form, has a has a name, and it's also the alias of the Oswong in some stories. Um, it's called its tick tick form. 
That was not what I was expecting. As some hideous mechanism within this creature emits an eager series of... I'm picturing bones cracking as it takes a well, I don't know. form. I don't know, but, but it's, cool. it's, that was where I was thinking of Predator. Because the Predator yeah. is that like that like the, thing the clicking, or whatever. Yeah. But I was it's like... Now, here's the thing, though. According to the legend, which is brilliant, the, the ones that survive this long usually are. Oh, yeah. Is that it gets quieter the closer it is to you. So in order to confuse its prey or to disorient its prey or because it's just fucking scary, if you hear clicks, it's out there. If you only kind of maybe heard clicking... It's behind you. It's right there. That's awesome. Isn't that fantastic? It's really terrifying. I love it. Worse still, uh, much like traditional Western vampire or werewolf myths, which I'm just going to say it. This is better. Oh, yeah. Uh, An Oswong can curse any victim it chooses to become an Oswong themselves. So it can pass on. Oh, that's similar to, yeah. It doesn't reproduce, apparently, but does it this way. Okay. Um, All it has to do is bring its slavering, long-tongued mouth close to a person which it would normally do when you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Just bring its mouth and just be, I guess, breathing, whatever. But if it brings its mouth close to your mouth and it stays there for long enough, you will inherit the horrible fate of this shape-shifting, baby-seeking, human-devouring Oswong. You know, that is now your fate. Now, almost done. As with any myth, there are supposedly ways to deter the beast from selecting and completing you as its latest victim uh, and keep it away from your home. Even stingray tails. There's a uh, term for it. I can't remember what it was right now, what it is right now, but a stingray tail displayed in the open, whether it's like on a door or like in a window uh, okay. or just having one in the house, I guess. Sure. Will dissuade the Oswong as well as, let me see if you pick up on this, <clears throat> staples like salt, garlic, and ginger. Hmm. That sounds familiar. Well, two of the three anyway. Which all happen to feature prominently in delicious, delicious Philippine delicacies. So, you know what I mean? You stay home with grandma. You have your dinner. You're safe. Don't be going out there. You know what? You scare kids. I was going to say, grandma guilts you into, oh, fine. No, don't come visit (laughs) me. You'll get eaten by an Oswong, you asshole. It's like, (laughs) oh, shit. (laughs) Which that's how my grandma would talk, sure. Uh, (laughs) I wish, actually. She would have been awesome if she were like, you know. (laughs) Anyway, 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 anyway. There were obviously various amulets and then eventually crucifixes and stuff like that were said to be able to repel them again. I bet those came in later. (laughs) Uh, I, I would bet, right? But my favorite protection against the Oswong has no Christian any. Uh, corollary at all it's the special preparation of of fluid some kind of potiony kind of thing prepared by a witch doctor sure that should an oswong be nearby it'll start to bubble and boil in its container warning everyone nearby an oswong approaches if this thing starts to like pictured bubble like and percolate. The, the christmas lights the, the bubble lights. the bubble lights yeah there you go <laughs> oh man all the more reason those are the best ornaments of all time oh and by the way last thing the legend phil it's alive and well in the modern era oh, of course it is let me close on this please do here's a headline and a blurb from a genuine news article from october 2013 headline Dad hacks daughter mistaken for Oswald. Oh, shit. And here's like the first line or two. Manila, a 17-year-old girl in uh, Barangay Garita San Enrique Iloilo City. Sorry. Well done, I guess. Is in critical condition after being hacked by her own father who claimed he had mistaken his daughter for an Oswong. According to San Enrique Police Chief Inspector Rogil Morales, the victim, who is mute, went outside the house to go to the restroom at around 9 p.m. on Wednesday. And, uh, well, evidently he hacked at her four times. I'm I'm picturing like a machete. I don't know. But hacked at her four times before realizing she wasn't, or or was she, Mm. an Oswong. Check the eyes. And uh, Right. Who knows? Who knows? And I don't. I don't know if she made it. I know she was right hurt. I don't know after that what happened. But there it is: the Oswong of the Philippines, the shape shifting, frighteningly Clickinist. clicky. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Uh, again, it's it, it's primal fear. Mm-hmm. It's I, I love your connection, and it makes so much sense. And the uh, the rationale for what it does and why like it's the attempt to explain x y and z natural phenomenon which i i i'm certain many myths were started to try and explain away 
X, Y, and Z. Try it's, two, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I uh, love it a lot. It's really, <laughs> I, I like last week's. I like this one better. I think it's a really cool upgrade going, right? to yeah. what we know in the West as, yeah. you know, uh, werewolves and, and vampires. I think it's a really cool. And it's eight hundred years old. It's good. It's the got its longevity. Long eight hundred. Well, seven to eight hundred years old. So side side things again. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the clicking, and when you mentioned it, I wonder if the people who did Predator didn't. Uh, yeah, man. Right. Because it's you in know, the they, jungle they too. I know it's so many, not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, they, they good movies tend to have things based in good legends, and I wonder sure. if they didn't peel peel that. From and them. a lot of European slash American mythology has absolutely plundered that of colonized uh, peoples and uh, just sort of stolen them with no credit gee, given. And we're recording this on Columbus Day, um, which fuck. Columbus. Fuck Christopher. Fuck you, fucking Christopher Columbus. Fuck you. And don't fucking tell me that it was a like. Oh well, that's that's how people were back then. The fucking the same church that came up with the Inquisition was like, hey, Columbus, no. you're out of fucking control. No, that's you're out of here. That's like you walking in and say like listening to this and then going to someone else and saying, you know what I figured out is the Oswong. It's like no, you didn't. You but mean. I'm saying like Christopher Columbus got in Fuck deep shit up. with the church. <laughs> The Catholic Church was like you're you're rough, <laughs> too harsh. Anyway, so uh, fuck Columbus, but right. not the Aswang. Yeah, Indigenous Peoples Day. What's up? That's right. We'll be right back. Fuck that guy. Anyway, so I'm driving, you know, shittier cars, whatever. And uh, I think I was even I was in a borrowed car. I think, wow. and I was at the top of a steep hill. Worse. And like the uh, the electrical system in the car was just oh. like I'm out. Right. Oh, so I was like, oh, no. Going up or going down? I had just crested it going up. Okay. So I, uh, you know, in my defense, I was like 19 or 20, which makes me a dangerously stupid and human. borrowed car. Nah, no. Okay. That, you'll see how that's no excuse. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, but it was, it was a borrowed... It was a larger car than I would have ever gotten behind, like, if I didn't have to. Okay. It's kind of a boat. So anyway, uh, the electrical thing kind of goes out, and I'm like, oh, no. And then I'm, I'm thinking it's going to roll back down the hill. So I, I I don't know why I thought to do this. I got out of the car. <laughs> okay. You know, to be like, well, I don't want to fly down the hill. And then it did start to go back. So I was like, oh, my. I didn't put it in park. Oh. I was so, hoping you were going to say it was going to roll forward over nope, the crest. No, 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 no. So uh, I... <laughs> Rather than whatever, I my <laughs> top half, I threw myself into the driver's seat, like my upper body, to push the brake oh. with my hands. You little daredevil, you! And the door, Ooh, because the car going swung out, yeah, slammed me in the head. So I like backed oh. up a little, and the car <laughs> like was about to fucking run until I was like, oh, and got in the car and hit the brake pedal. Um, anyway. No, this guy was just stupid, and it was in a parking lot. Okay. <laughs> so okay. you've got a reason. This okay. this guy. Oh, wait, do I, Phil? That guy gets off. Eat like whoops. <laughs> hey, you didn't know the electrical system was shot. No, but I don't know when when drivers have they been like in, when in doubt, don't turn the car off, don't put it in park, just get out. <laughs> and then if it's getting away from you, dive dive, dive in head first at a brake pedal. This is. We return yes, again. We're back. Still here. For Act 3 now, we're going to do something a little bit differently. So instead of doing like an old three for the road, which while it might be kind of fun, it's sort of like they're outdated. That's the, you know, the segment where we almost, it's always. The freshest. The, <laughs> the <laughs> freshest of the weird pile that we can scrape off. Yeah. So why rerun something that's supposed to be fresh? Instead, Phil and I thought, why not showcase a game? And I've chosen something that, frankly, look, I've made some good <laughs> games on this show before, but not only has Phil graciously done a lot of them recently, <laughs> which will not be the, the case. That's fine by me. You know. Uh, but anyway, Phil is just a, a, a convincing and fun host. I'll do what I can. And he comes up with some really great ideas. This <laughs> game showcases one of Phil's particularly subtle skills, which is he'll do something that in the moment 
will have me playfully, I'll say playfully, but play irritated. <laughs> I'm so good at that. And then I come back later and it's really funny. Like the not I don't mean me. I mean Phil's eagerness and his happiness while I'm like, "Oh my god." And his, I don't know. It's Phil's brand of tough shit sunshine. <laughs> That comes through here so well. So uh, this is uh, this is a very special game of, of Whip Around Pyramid. I think it was before I uh, I gave our our sound effect. It was before this the is pyramid true. Before had you had its, its own cue, which is a, a bummer. But nonetheless, Early era this pyramid. is this is definitely one also where you and your ability to do wordplay is on full display. You think it's a selfish choice? No, I think that's another example of the fact that the two of us can bring out the best in each other. Blam, and that's why I picked it. Comedy team for the win. That's right, douchebag. Coming to no comedy club near you. <laughs> Unless it's on someone's phone there, you know. Oh, we, yeah, we can we, do a set of Carolines where way. someone just holds the phone up. <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm happy that I thought of Supply and Douche Man because that's where my brain has been. It's time for Whip Around Pyramid Douchebag Edition. Oh, uh, I'm I'm excited for this. This is, is going to be 100% awesome or 100% awful, and there's no in-between. Well, one is funnier. <laughs> the other will, is a bigger ego trip for us. Let me tee this up because my mother once said, Happy Mother's Day again. Uh, my mom once said, when the douchebags go flying, you're part of the family. Douche remains, to this day, a term of endearment with my family. But why stop at douche or douchebag? You can make a whole lot of fantastic portmanteaus. Mm. Much more entertaining and creative flavors mm. of douchebag. You can work the word douche into a lot of places and come up with a great insult. I've got seven, and I'm going to give you an example. Are these drawn from something besides your own, like, <laughs> dark creativity? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> How do we know that you didn't just make these up? Uh, I did Google some of them to see if like other people had come up with them. All and right. some of them I'm just I'm just going for. You know what? We for make instance, the rules here on the say, Well here's here's my example. If I said war and peace, crime and punishment, Dostoevsky? That's it, exactly. I couldn't believe that's what you wanted at first. I'm like, no way. <laughs> yeah, that's what so, we're going for, but so they're all portmanteaus? I mean, could some of them technically be felt like I don't know. You know what? I, why ask? <laughs> Some of them are just working the word douche into... Ignore the rest of my questions, Phil. This is a, this is a case of learn by douching. Now you're in the right mindset. That's what we need. <laughs> learn by douching. Here's your episode title. Uh-huh. I think so. <laughs> Two minutes. Are you ready? <clears throat> Let's do this. Let's douche this. Oh! Wait a minute. You know what? No. I'm actually giving myself two minutes and 30 seconds. I'm giving us two minutes. Look at you just taking liberties with the shit. I can't help it. I'm just, I'm I'm worried about this. Do as I say, not as I douche, huh? Oh! Monkey see, monkey douche. I didn't think of those. Michael (laughs) douche caucus. Get ready. You better start. (laughs) I'm going to hit all the answers. I was just waiting until you get them all. (laughs) Ready? Go. Luxury brand. Douchelex. <laughs> Handbags. Oh no, I don't know these brand names. Um, two words or two people? I don't know handbags. Uh, skip du- that one. Skip Dubushki. that one. Um, um, Western. What? Douche uh, movie. Douche boy. Good, the bad, and the douchey. Um, twelve. Uh, the dirty douchein. Other way around. Douchey dozen. That's it. Um, children's game. Uh, douches and ladders. <laughs> Two and one. Two and one. What the fuck? Uh, waterfowl. Douche hunt. Uh, <laughs> ch- chasing. What are you doing? Douche tag. What? Uh, Hide and go douche. Sitting in a circle. Duck duck douche. Dude, I named a lot of winners just now. (laughs) You did. Um, Last words. Uh, Rest in douche. Uh, I told you I was douche. Julius Caesar. Oh, at two douchey. Um, The new girl. What? Um, Oh, man. This was... uh, Is that that actress? Yes. Oh, what the fuck is her name? You'll get there. (laughs) 
Skip it. Okay. Uh, moving on. Skip that one for now. Um, martial art. Douche foo. <laughs> Korean. Taekwondo douche. That's it. Oh boy. Uh, Zooey Douche Chanel. Zooey Douche Chanel. That's it. You got that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. Oh boy. Legal document. A living douche. <laughs> um. I douchification. Secrecy. What? Uh, secrecy. Um. Can't speak. Helen Doucher. Legal document. Um. Cease and douchist. Cease and douchist. No, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, uh, um, secrecy, uh, binding document. Uh, 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 uh what's a, uh, uh, a, a do not, a douche not resuscitate. A, uh, a, no, it's a, it's a, um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> douche not resuscitate is fantastic. <laughs> that was amazing. I'm sorry. Uh, I, uh, so you only missed two, so you got five out of the seven. What did um, I miss? The secret mm-hmm. document? Non-douche closure agreement. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then the handbags. I, I, uh, douche and Gabbana. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't you know don't... purses better. No, it's fine. I, I, I have no idea how I came up. With I almost that said douchey and Burke. That's something I think. Douchey and Burke. For everyone you didn't get right, you still came up with a winner. <laughs> I just want to point that out. I want to. I just want a supercut of all of the answers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. It's a high rate of douche on this show. It's impressive. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I, we're going to go do some more wordplay uh, <laughs> straight out of middle school, and we will be right back with three for the douche. Should all acquaintance be Whoa, You sang that song like last week, didn't you? And never brought to mind. Oh, what a crazy adventure it's been, Phil. Yeah. Oh, boy. I guess so. Well, anyway, now it is actually time for us to do a traditional send-off. Yeah, we'd like to... Just to make a con- I hope you have enjoyed Sean's little trip through some of the comedy duo highlights uh, from the past hundred episodes. I hope you've had a, a, a wonderful time. And uh, if you've had that wonderful time, let me start off our plugs by saying, hey, share those posts, send those posts to friends on any social media you find them, uh, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, you had mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and I think it's great, and I, I never remember to say it, but yes. send people to uh, the Whip Around Podcast dot com if uh, they don't have a dedicated podcast yeah. player. It's easy enough to get the shows there every week. Uh, also, so that's great. I, I just wanted to take this time to uh, once again, you know, say good job to you, Phil, for embedding some of that stuff. Oh, so that they can sure. check it out on Facebook. They can get like little yeah. samples and little yeah, little little airplane, little airline bottles, of airline whip bottles around. of whip around. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It smells great. Right. What do you want to plug? Well, sports. Sports. Sports in is good. Sports Ooh. is sort of evergreen. This is true. Sports is always evergreen. So if you I like sports. If you like podcasting, you probably like Potadelphia. That's right. The only Philly sports show that matters. They talk about sports that happen in and around and about Philadelphia. So many prepositions. You could hang an entire hockey team's skates from it. I don't know. Wow. They talk sports, so I don't have to. Check them out. It's a a wonderfully hosted episode every week on Wednesdays in the morning. Once you're done listening to the Whip Around, it is hosted, by the way, by Dave and Sarah and... Juicy Gene going to Union Games, Union winning. All right, I just I, I, well, it's the one Philly sports team I, I actually like. Oh well, and yet we're friends with them. Yeah, they still like they us. Still deal with I us. I don't sports, and Phil has sports opinions that let's not get are into largely it. influenced by my betting. Okay. Yeah. So hey, and also we should plug my wife, magician's assistant. Uh, Facebook page. Nancy it's the Shop. guilt on your face every time. <laughs> every time. The mild guilt. It's like, I can't believe this became a thing. Anyway. Hi, Caroline. Hi, Caroline. Uh, it's too late for you. You're the one. Who- <laughs> Webmistress extraordinaire. Also find her on uh, Instagram and TikTok, Redheaded Taylor. If you are in the Lehigh Valley area, check out the uh, 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 Indie Made Craft Fair this coming Saturday. That is December 4th. 
uh, from uh, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Lots of local artisans, including Caroline. Come on by. Support Hey, support those small businesses, even if it's not Caroline. It's a great place. Get some gifts for people for the holidays. Come on by. And hey, while we're at it, plugging friends of the show, let's plug the wonderful, wonderful charities that our friend Simka Griffin is helping out. Again, also this weekend, however, Sunday, December 5th, uh, you can join in the fun. Uh, it's the <laughs> chat. What? I just like to join in the fun. <laughs> just like it. So I'm trying to think about exactly how to say it without uh, launching an entire war on brevity. <laughs> Go to artistsagainstviolence.net for all of the details. You can donate to uh, those two fantastic charities that you mentioned in the last episode and came on the pod to plug as well. Uh, So check those out. Donate to those wonderful charities this weekend. You'll enjoy a great uh, comedy variety, all kind of things show on Sunday afternoon. So please get in on that. Support those wonderful charities from wherever you are. Hey, hey, I got one. I got got one. one. Hey, you got one. Especially if you're in the vicinity of the Lehigh Valley. Uh, at the Pennsylvania Playhouse. Another local one. My my favorite theater in the region and my home away from home. Uh, we're doing a, a free uh, to enter. You, you can come on in. Uh, a holiday craft market. Oh, fun. With local vendors. Speaking of supporting small businesses and go. local businesses. It's on December 11th. It's a week that after. Is, That's that next Saturday. Saturday, come. yeah. Saturday the 11th from, from 10 o'clock a.m. to 4 PM. It's a popular uh, time for craft fairs. That's true. And there are a number of local uh, vendors that are going to be here. It's like subject to change, but I remember seeing that there Well, I mean, there, it like, always is, of course, especially given the times. Gifts and craft people and, like, you know, wood and this and, 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 and like, holiday specialists, all, all kinds of stuff. So come on in. Does it cost anything to show? We're on Illix Mill Road. Come on by. I'll be there. Give a give a howdy and I'll give, you'll end up with a whip around shout out. Who knows what? Yeah, same thing for me at the Indie Made one with my yeah. wife. I'll be there. Yeah. You know, I feel like we forgot something. Absolutely not. No. I bet it was planned all along. Yes, it was. What What was it? Citizen Gabby. I know. And she's got the special whip around hoodie for two hundred. Oh, it's a hoodie. Oh boy. It's a hoodie. And I, it's it's a celebratory hoodie, and I love it. And uh, oh, for the 200 episodes that we did, that's right. And uh, you want to take a look? It's got Phineas. It's got birds. It's got wine. It's got 200. It's got now my and I love this with the pour that's happening. The sort of there's a wine bottle and like, pouring in yeah. the glass. It's like fire pour. The only thing I wish. Oh, I'm a zip hoodie fan. You're a so zip. Ho- you are a zip hoodie. You are a zip hoodie guy. Anyway, we want to thank. But yeah, you but to Citizen, Gabby, Citizen Gabby. Follow her, Citizen Gabby, on the TikTok and the Instagram at Citizen Gabby for all this fantastic art and and more. You know, I mean, it's not just about us over there. Even though you know we're the coolest. Just saying. That's for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be danged if it isn't time for us to go ahead and, and head out. But I hope you've enjoyed this trip down memory lane with and me I, holding your hand or holding the... No, you know what? No. Uh, it's <laughs> down memory lane with me uh, as like the, the British uh, sort of top coat and tails holding the umbrella up way in the air so you know to follow me on the I'm, tour. I'm also picturing you on a penny farthing. I just want to point that yeah, out. Yeah, why not? Why not? Penny farthing me, bitch. <laughs> Anyhow... We'll be back next week where we uh, we do a little more of this and a lot of uh, Phil chosen flashback my, fun. It's my turn. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yeah. You think your nose is running. So it's we're entirely gonna go, possible. We're going to go and help Phil as he gets, <laughs> starts leaking. Just starts oozing all over the table. <laughs> I'm that excited. Oh, boy. It's been a time. Hope you've had it's a time. sweat from the intensity of the episode. <laughs> Woo! Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> we love you. Goodbye. I wonder if I could smile loud, more loudly next week. Hi, Hi. I'm the Whip Around's very own Dave Diorio. Our greatest responsibility is to serve the podcasting communities. Our greatest responsibility is to serve the podcasting communities. To serve the podcasting communities. To serve the podcasting communities. Whether our listeners are commuting, cooking, running, or getting their ASMR fix, we are extremely proud of the quality, twisted, and off-kilter comedy The Whip Around produces. But we are concerned about the cheap, low-effort, simple-minded, obvious, obvious humor, humor that, that is plaguing, plaguing other podcasts. Other podcasts. 
the, the sharing, sharing of weak-ass weak other podcasts, podcasts has, become has become all too common, common on, on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. More alarming, some listeners promote these same lazy jokes without listening to us first. Unfortunately, Unfortunately some podcasts aren't up to the creativity, dedication, dedication and commitment that the whip around is known for. They, they simply, simply want, want your, your downloads, downloads and are only offering the same old drack in exchange. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 We at the Whip Around will always do what's right for you. What is right for you? What's right for you? What's right for you? You, you can, can count, count on, on us and only, only us to, to keep, keep you entertained. entertained. Remember to download every week and rate us on iTunes. Your friends, family, and future generations are, are counting, counting on, on you, you to make smart, smart podcasting, podcasting decisions. decisions. Thank, Thank you. you.